Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. Apple added live captioning support to its iOS accessibility tools available on any spoken content on the device and powered by on-device ML processing. Existing tools like Magnifier's Detection Mode get a new door detection feature, which will announce when the phone's camera sees a door, how far away it is, and if it's open. The sound recognition feature added the ability to add custom sounds to look out for, and WatchOS also received new accessibility tools with the ability to mirror its screen to an iOS device. Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal published a Twitter thread explaining why the company has confidence in its estimate that less than 5% of its users are spam accounts. He said this estimate relies on private data like IP addresses, account activity, and browser signatures to help sort accounts that might superficially appear to be spam. He further said the estimate is based on multiple human reviews of thousands of accounts sampled at random over time from its monetizable daily active users every quarter. Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo reports that Apple began testing a foldable device using an external color e-ink display. Quo said this display tech has potential to become mainstream solution for foldables because it only uses power when display content refreshes. Tech industry trade groups NetChoice and the Computer Communications Industry Association appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court for an emergency stay on Texas Law HB 20, which created liability for large platforms that moderate content based on the viewpoint of the user or another person. This request will be reviewed by Justice Samuel Alito, who can either unilaterally decide on the stay or refer it to the entire court. Justice Alito gave Texas until Wednesday to respond to the request. If Justice Alito denies the request, NetChoice could ask another justice to intervene. On the campaign trail, South Korean President Yoon Suk-yul said he was in favor of raising the tax threshold on crypto investment gains to 50 million won, or about 39,000 U.S. dollars. However, a new notice from the National Assembly Research Service of South Korea says the tax threshold should be at 2.5 million won, or just under 2,000 U.S. dollars, with a tax rate of 20%. New tax rules in South Korea are set to take effect in 2023, with a new regulatory body for digital assets. On Monday, Apple announced Apple Podcast Delegated Delivery System, which will let creators distribute their paid podcasts directly to Apple Podcasts from third-party hosting providers more easily. This gives Apple a way to compete with services like Spotify's Anchor. This fall, hosting providers such as Acast, Art19, Blueberry, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, OmniStudio, and RSS.com will support the delegated delivery system, with plans to add more over time. Asus announced the ROG Flow X16 2-in-1 gaming laptop, offering a mini-LED 165Hz screen with a peak brightness of 1100 nits, the latest Ryzen 6000 series CPUs, and up to an NVIDIA RTX 3070 Ti GPU. Pricing starts at $1,950. Asus also announced an updated special edition of its ROG Strix SCAR-17 laptop, offering Intel's new HX CPU lineup up to an i9-12900HX CPU with an RTX 3080 Ti GPU. Pricing starts at $3,500. Both are expected to ship before the end of June. Netflix confirmed it began running subscriber feedback panels for upcoming content in the U.S. These involve asking subscribers to view movies or a series over the course of six months, asking for surveys after each viewing. 
At its GoGet virtual event, Uber announced Uber Coach, which will let users book large vehicles like passenger vans or party buses with upfront pricing. This will launch this summer in the U.S. in partnership with U.S. Coachways. A new Uber Travel feature will also let users reserve rides for an entire trip itinerary within a single hub using trip information pulled in from Gmail. And Uber Eats will now let users place food orders at select stadiums in the U.S. and France, letting users skip the line to pick up food. Apple rolled out new App Store rules to let any developer increase the price of an auto-renewing subscription without confirmation from the user. Users will still be notified about the change, and developers cannot increase a subscription price more than once a year. Subscription increases of more than $5 a month or $50 a year will require users to manually resubscribe. In January, Google announced G Suite Legacy Free Edition users would have to start paying for workspace to maintain custom domains, later clarifying it would offer a no-cost option for impacted users. Google announced that these users can now sign up to stay on the free Legacy Edition of G Suite for Personal Use tier, which will allow them to keep custom domains. Users have until June 27th to sign up. The Verge's sources say Sonos will release a smaller, less expensive subwoofer called the Sub Mini that will be able to pair with the Sonos Ray, Beam, and Arc soundbars. No word on specific features, release, or pricing. And finally, security researchers at Germany's Technical University of Darmstadt demoed a way to run malware on an iPhone's Bluetooth chip, which remains active in low-power mode even when the device is powered off. The researchers found that the Bluetooth chip on the phone has no mechanism for digitally signing or encrypting firmware, opening the door for exploits. The demo did require a jailbroken iPhone. The researchers sent their paper to Apple for review before publishing, but received no feedback. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show, dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.